as loving each other so that we can help each other up and out of our storms together. Join me on this study of John, and we are going to be reading from John chapter 1, and I am excited today to start this love goal series. I hope it blesses you as much as it has already blessed me. Um, Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of After the Storm Comes a Rainbow. And I'm so excited to start this series, Love Goals, because we are going to be talking about loving ourselves and how to get closer to Jesus. Because isn't that the ultimate goal is to be closer to the Lord and to just be in his presence and to feel loved? I think we all want to feel loved and we don't know how to love ourselves. And as soon as we learn how to love ourselves, we will definitely love other people well and receive love from God easier without feeling like we are rejected by him. Because sometimes I think we all feel a little rejected and a little less than, and we think we're not worthy of God's love. But I'm here to tell you that you are worthy of God's love. You are a child of God. You are loved. Jesus was sent to die for your sins and he has covered you under the blood of Jesus. You are redeemed. You are forgiven and you are sanctified in the blood of Jesus. Okay, so let's move on. Now, love goals. (laughs) So we're going to start in John because Jesus told me to go to John and I was doing my podcast series and I was like, Lord, this is a little heavy because sometimes as a leader as a someone that goes to Bible college, you want to give everyone the full aspect of what God expects of you or what you are expected to know. And even if you say, well, I just don't know. Well, that's not an excuse. It won't be an excuse is what God says. So I want you guys to be informed. I want you guys to know the truth. I want you guys to stay in the word of God and to get as much of it as you can. We all live busy lives and we all have excuses as to why we can't get something done, right? But we're going to do a little bit of maybe 10 minutes a day of trying to just know who we are in Christ Jesus and just feeling loved by his mercy and his grace and his goodness, okay? John chapter 1. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has never extinguished it. God sent a man, John the Baptist, you guys know John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony, because of his testimony, because that's why it's so important that we all tell our testimony to as many people as we can, um, as often as we can, no matter how many people have already heard our testimony, it's important that we continue to remind each other of our testimony because of what God did for us. Because if you can build your faith and get stronger because of you realizing that your testimony, it means something, it means something to someone else, even if it's a hard one, even if you've been through abuse, um, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, depression, we've all been there. And there's all kinds of different ways that you can describe abuse. 
It can be mental. It can be physical. It can be emotional. And you can get out of your storm. This is not the end for you. You are strong and you are courageous. You can do this. Okay? Just apply the word of God to your life. It'll work out. It'll be okay. Okay? So we are talking about John the Baptist and... He talks about, he was telling his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people and he even, and even they rejected him. Wow. I mean, do you guys ever feel rejected by people that you know? You just feel like they just don't know me. I'm sitting here telling them everything that I'm going through in my life or everything that I'm dealing with, and they just don't understand. They don't, they're judging me. They're upset because, you know, I'm not in a happy mood or I'm not always doing what they want me to do. But you have to realize that if you are a child of God, maybe you are at a different place in that, in, in that. And if they're not a believer, they're not going to understand you. And maybe in a way they're rejecting what you're saying, because I go on and I, I read what it says. It says, but to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with the physical birth resulting from human passion or plan. So it's not by the human desires of what we want, it's by what God wants, but at birth that comes from God. So the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness because when we are faithful, God is faithful. When, but even if we are faithless, he is faithful. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. John testified about him when he shouted to the crowds, This is the one I was telling about when I said, Someone is coming after me who is far greater than I, for he existed long before me. Wow. For his abundance, we have all received one gracious blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the unique one who is himself God is near to the Father's heart. He has revealed God to us. He has revealed God to us. So that means that we have to get close to God so that we can feel his love. If we're broken, if we're sad inside, we have to get closer to God so that he can just pour himself into us. So he can mend our hearts together so that we're not just trying to get full from the world because the world can't fill us. We can't go on social media and compare ourselves to others and think we're going to get full off of, you know, what other people are posting or even off of TikTok or YouTube and whatever's going on there, we've got to stay focused and fill ourselves with the word of God as well, right? Okay, so he talks about the testimony of John the Baptist. I'm a little curious to know his testimony, aren't you? 
This was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders sent priests and temple assistants from Jerusalem to ask John, who are you? Oh, we talked about that a little bit a few episodes ago. Who are you? Now, I have to be honest. One of the episodes was a little heavy. And I was like, Lord, I don't want to say some of this stuff. But the Lord didn't call me to say only what I wanted to say. I have to say what he wants me to say. And so I only do what the Lord tells me to do. And I try to only just speak as much positivity as I can, because sometimes I'm like, Lord, I can't say that to them. You know, I can't say that to people, you know, and sometimes he's just blue. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, there it goes. (laughs) And I'm like, they're like, how'd you know that? And I'm like, I had no idea. Wasn't even me. (laughs) Promise. Wasn't me. (laughs) Anyway, he came right out and said, I am not the Messiah. Well, then who are you? They asked, are you Elijah? No, he replied. Are you the prophet we are expecting? No. Then who are you? You need, we need an answer for those who sent us. What do we have to say about yourself? John replied in the words of the prophet Isaiah, I am the voice shouting in the wilderness, clear the way for the Lord's coming. Then the Pharisees who had been sent asked him, if you aren't the Messiah or Elijah or the prophet, what right do you have to baptize? John told them, I baptize with water, but right here in the crowd is someone you do not recognize. Though his ministry follows mine, I'm not even worthy to have his slave, to be his slave and untie the straps of his sandal. This encounter took place in Bethany, an area east of the Jordan River, where John was baptizing Jesus, the Lamb of God. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is one I was talking about when I said, A man is coming after me who is far greater than I am, for he existed long before me. I think I would pass. If I saw Jesus, I'd be like, Jesus! I pass out. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> there he is. Y'all don't see him. Jesus. <laughs> I did not recognize him as the Messiah, but I have been baptizing with water so that he might be revealed to Israel. Then J- John testified, I saw the Holy Spirit descending like a dove from heaven and resting upon him. I didn't know he was the one. But when God sent me to baptize with water, he told me the one on whom you see the spirit descend and rest is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I saw this happen to Jesus. So I testified that he is the chosen one of God. God will always reveal his children. You can know who is God's child by the way that they love one another. Isn't that what God says? They will know you are my disciples for if you have love for one another. And I think as Christians, we have to remind ourselves that no matter what we're going through in life, people that don't know Christ are going through a lot more because we are doing it with God's strength and through the strength of Jesus and they are not. So we've got to be a lot kinder to people. We've got to love each other 
no matter what the circumstances is, it's not our place to judge the world. It's God's place to judge the world. We may be able to judge other Christians. Yeah, God says we can do that. But God says you're to restore them gently back to Christ. So we are to do it with a gentle heart. We're to be kind to one another. God always says to love first, not to judge first, to love. And I think it's so important that we do that. Okay. <laughs> it was getting a little, it was getting a little strong. Okay. Get a little strong. <laughs> Woo. Let it go. The first disciples. Ooh, the first ones. Can you imagine if you were the first chosen by God? I'd be like, yeah, we're going to do this. Like, woo! the following day, John was again standing with two of his disciples. As Jesus walked by, John looked at him and declared, look, there is the Lamb of God. When John took John's two disciples heard this, they followed Jesus. Jesus looked around and saw them following. What do you want? He asked them. You know, Jesus knew what they wanted. They replied, Rabbi, which means teacher. Where are you staying? Come and see, he said. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon when they went with him to the place where he was staying, and they remained with him the rest of the day. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of these men who heard what John said and then followed Jesus. Andrew went to find his brother, Simon, and told him, We have found the Messiah, which means Christ. Then Andrew brought Simon to meet Jesus. Looking intently at Simon, Jesus said, Your name is Simon, son of John, but you will be called Cephas, which means Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Come, follow me. Philip was from Bethsaida, Andrew and Peter's hometown. Philip went to look for Nathanael and told him, We have found the very person Moses and the prophets wrote about. His name is Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nazareth, exclaimed Nathanael. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Come and see for yourself, Philip replied. As they approached, Jesus said, Now here is the genuine son of Israel, a man of complete integrity. How do you know about me? Nathanael asked. Jesus replied, I could see you under the fig tree before you found before Philip found you. Nathanael exclaimed, Rabbi, you are the son of God, the king of Israel. Jesus asked him, do you believe this just because I told you I have seen you under the fig tree? You see greater things than this. Then he said, I tell you the truth, you will all see heaven open and the angels of God going up and down the Son of Man, the one who is the stairway between heaven and earth. Wow, isn't that so amazing? It makes me think about like, okay, so Jesus, like you handpicked your people. He's like, I got to go to Galilee. I got to go there and get my man, Philip, you know, and I think about that for us. We are not left here alone. God sent Jesus. Jesus is our advocate, but Jesus sent the Holy Spirit as well. And so we have to use the Holy Spirit and ask him, say, Holy Spirit, please let me feel your presence because I am feeling down today. 
and I want to feel loved by you. And he will, he will start to just pour out his love for you and he'll let you know his thoughts about you, that you are precious, that you are beautiful, that you are forgiven, that God's grace is sufficient for you. I used to believe that I was not forgiven, that I couldn't be forgiven because I've done some crazy things in my life. I've lived a wild and crazy lifestyle. And God said, my grace is sufficient for you. I didn't even know that was in the Bible. I had no idea. I kept hearing it over and over. My grace is sufficient for you. And then when I accepted Jesus and I followed him and I started to read the word of God, I was shocked when I saw my grace is sufficient for you. Not many people, I feel like at church, say that. They, it's, it's hard when you hear a lot of different things, but I think you should read the word of God for yourself. I will be here. We will be going over John and trying to figure out our love goals for the year. And I just have a goal to love myself more so that I can love my neighbor more so that I can love God more because I can't be close to God when I'm hating myself hating and comparing myself to my neighbor, which is comparing myself on social media, and then wishing that it was different because I, I would get stuck in that trap. And I don't want to be stuck in that trap. I don't want you stuck in that trap. And we're going to do a better job of loving ourselves this year. So I hope you guys will join me on this quest. I hope you guys will join me on loving yourself more, finding out who you are in Christ Jesus. As I read this to you, I will be here every day. We will be reading the book of John and it will be called Love Goals. I hope you guys love each other. I hope you guys love yourselves. And if you don't love yourself, I pray that God will pour his love into you so you will know how much you're loved that he will mend your heart and that he will let you know you are not broken, that you are forgiven, you are healed, and you are covered under the blood of Jesus. All you have to do is accept him and just believe. Trust God at his word. Okay? All right. You guys have a great day. Bye. Be blessed.